to Sugar Coated. I'm your host, Adrian Garland, the CEO and founder of She Leads Media. For far too long, women have been conditioned to sugarcoat their words, their actions, and the way they show up in the world, and to conform to certain cultural norms and ideals. This is inherently designed to keep those who are outside of the norm from gaining power, prestige, wealth, and influence preventing more women from being recognized and respected as the powerful leaders that we truly are. Join me each week as we dive into raw conversations with remarkable, uncompromising, and inspirational women that will encourage you to strip away your sugar coating and move boldly in the direction of your magnificent dreams. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sugar Coated. I am beyond thrilled to introduce my guest to you today. Her name is Alicia Holmes, and she is a financial coach and educator. She's the founder of Journey to Wealth, and she's the co-founder of the Disruptor DAO. I don't know if I said that right. No, you said it right. (laughs) All right. Oh, right. So we won't even go back because we are going to go with the flow today because that's how life is, right? So Alicia, I am so happy to welcome you here today. I was so happy to meet you at the Business of We Summit. It feels like, oh my God, it feels like such a long time ago, yet so close. We share Paulina Lopez in common. She is such a wonderful connector of people. And Absolutely. I was so happy to meet you. You also are an alum of NYU Stern, yes. Uh, yes. which I am as well. So we have another yes. connection point there, which I love. Um, but an- enough about us. I want to talk about you. And, you know, I-, I, th- I love to start with sort of, you know, how you got here and everything. But I think specifically today, what we were just talking about and where you just came back from and what you did, kind of want to start there because that is such a bright spot. So can you just give us a little bit of background of where you just returned from and what you were doing? Yes. So I just returned from Uganda last week. I actually, I was in Uganda in 2018 doing a service project. And while I was there, I was working with this young woman who was brilliant. I call her a unicorn entrepreneur because under the most harsh circumstances, in two years, she was able to create a product where she was able to employ 5,000 women farmers who previously could not sustain themselves and their families, create 38 farming cooperatives, train each cooperative leader because she couldn't work with all 5,000 women, and then set up even micro lending support and training all on her own and create this powerful organization. So I was there. It was phenomenal. She's an amazing, amazing young woman. She was in her late 20s. Oh, gosh. Wow. Yes, yes. And so I was there to help her. I was farmer to farmer and the Catholic Relief Association, I believe, funded this. And I was there to help her put together her financial projections so that she can get equipment she needed to expand, offer a better product. And so I worked with her day in and day out, morning and night, uh, and we presented to a number of organizations there. And she actually was funded to get 
the machinery she needed to expand. Yes. And so while there, I met a gentleman who has an incredible story. He was a child soldier. He talked about being abducted, not being able to sleep at home at nights, the children having to go into the woods and hide and sleep in the woods because of being abducted, being abducted, losing his whole family, but having a dream to go to school. He went to school, went to college, became a chartered accountant, living this great life and was in pain about the shape of the very rural community he grew up in. So he started a school there. He literally started a school where he sponsored out of pocket 110 students. So I met him in 2018, heard his story, saw the impact that he was doing in this school And I started supporting the school and some young women there. And last year, he during COVID, they needed a medical center on site. Mm. And he talked to me about this and how important it was and the difficulty in having access to proper medical care in this really remote village. And I talked to a dear friend of mine. Her name is Hazel Ortega. She wrote a book called From Bounce Checks to private jets. That's a page turner. I love it. (laughs) She is a very successful entrepreneur, completely and totally heart-centered and immediately said, we're doing this. Came out of pocket to build the entire structure, raise funds, me and other people contributed. And a year later, we're there. One year. Ribbon cutting medical center, remote area, 400 people coming out from the community, the conversations from the elderly, from the young people. And, you know, I've always known that I wanted to be, have my life be a life of service. Every job that I've had has been in that vein. I am financially independent and my company is about service. And I really come from building wealth to have impact Mm. for yourself, living a life of your dreams, the people you care about, our families, and the community we care about. Mm. And so that is, in a nutshell, everything. It's a full circle (laughs) moment. And I wanted to start with that because that is the impact that you can have as a person that has wealth. And you created that wealth for yourself. So let's go back because I think that it's so inspiring. There are so many of us that want to be able to create an impact of that magnitude, no matter where it is, even if it's in, you know, on our own block, right? We want to be able to have enough wealth for ourselves, that we have a comfort level, that we can do the things that we want and support our family, but have even more so that we can go beyond our yes. our own family and, and maybe even our own community. But even if not, right, to just be able to help and not worry that mm-hmm. us helping others is going to harm ourselves, right? Absolutely. So we Absolutely. need... And Mm -hmm. so women, Mm -hmm. and I think we're, you know, you and I, we are talking the same language, but women are the ones too that 
they they want to help so badly and we oftentimes like scrounge for the money we are always asking for discounts and trying to get things right so that we don't have to pay for things because we just don't have access to the same type of capital so you've created that for yourself let's hear about that journey and how you were able to to achieve financial independence it, where you know where you are right now you are financially free, incredible, kind, intelligent woman. How did you get here? Yes. So I, so much I could say about this. I think it's so important that women be financially empowered. If we're going to shift the current dynamics of the world where it's more heart-centered and where there's no reason for anyone to be living in the level of poverty and being in Africa just reminded me of that with all of the resources in the world. And I believe until women, till we get empowered, until we understand markets and economies and shape them, mm-hmm. that we're not going to see a whole lot of change in the world. And that's just, I feel so strongly about that. And that's why I do the work that I do. But a little bit about myself. Yeah, I actually, I am from Brooklyn, humble beginnings, Bedford-Stuyvesant, and I literally um, was fortunate enough to be able to get into a program that let me go to business school at NYU. Mm. And while there, I was attending an alumni event. And, you know, I must have been talking with friends, you know, a business student is about being rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is a conversation that we always have. <laughs> And so I'm at this alumni event for Black and Latino students and, you know, former graduates from the university came back and someone whispered to me and it was literally on the dance floor. So you want to be rich or you want to <laughs> be wealthy? Ooh, ah, <laughs> oh, okay. So I said, what's the difference? Yeah. And he said to me, if you're rich, you'll have money. If you're wealthy, you'll have your time. Mm. I think we know which one you chose. (laughs) I said wealthy. I didn't know what that looked like, Mm. but I knew that it was intriguing. So he was my mentor and I was around 19 years old at the time. And I must have spent, it was less than a year, eight or nine months, just having a paradigm shift. Mm. What it looks like to build wealth. I was introduced to net worth. Alicia, don't look at your income. Mm. Look at your net worth. And your net worth is assets minus liabilities and that bottom line. And I would say to people, if they take nothing away from what I say, understanding that paying attention to your net worth versus your income is life-changing. It affects the way you make decisions. I was taught that Resources are going to flow out of your life. You're going to have resources flowing in and out. They are either going to flow to places that build everyone else's wealth and you're being a consumer, or you can actually purchase assets, be an owner, and give yourself the option to build your net worth and have opportunities happen for you. And the biggest one is to have the freedom to no longer have to exchange your time for income. Oh my gosh. Because you've made the kinds of decisions mm-hmm. that your resources are working for you. 
Gosh. It changed. I did. I was like, what is this <laughs> world of what you are talking about? Yeah. How does one do it? And so I got a lot of very practical information and tactics. But what I will say was most important for me was day after day, all of the time I spent being coached, he would ask me, what do you value most? Mm. If time were no issue, what would you spend your time doing? Mm. What's most important to you? So I got into the practice of being clear about what was most important to me, that it became second nature. And when I had to have, make, have discipline, you know, it's very easy to get pulled into the culture of just spending, of particularly when you don't have a bigger vision. Mm-hmm. And he also introduced me to a concept because he was Latino, a Black Latino, of people of color being starved for status, Mm. consumerism, Mm. and how easy it is for us to get sucked into just spending all of our resources on things that make us feel good. Oh my gosh, that hits hard. Yes. And, you know, one of the last things he said to me after just months of learning, so I learned about real estate investing and stock investing and all of those kinds of things in an enhanced way. He said, Alicia, you're going to have choices to make. It really is up to you. Mm. The choices that will lead you to being either sick and broke Mm -hmm. or healthy and wealthy. Mm. And it's really in your hands. Mm. And I had the accurate information and I was completely and I had thought about what was most important to me. And I tell you, with my first check. My first job, nonprofit, I started investing. Mm. And I, you know, I had all the information, the compound interest, the how your money grows over time. When I was introduced to investing in real estate and the power of leverage, mm. two years out of college at auctions, wow. purchasing property. By the time I was in my early 30s, a multi-million dollar portfolio in real estate and the market. And I want to say the whole time I did this, I've always worked for nonprofits, making less than a third very often of what all my dear friends and all of the people who were close to me who graduated from business school were making. And so I teach very often, it's not what you make, it's what you do with what you make. Mm -hmm. And the specialized knowledge, Mm. one net worth and how important it is to have that as your guide and to numbers are concrete and keep us honest calculating that. I teach being masterful at managing how resources flow in and out of your life. And I call it a dream building budget. Mm. It's where you're setting intentions for where directing where resources are going to flow out of your life. Because if you aren't intentional about directing them towards your dreams, chances are they won't happen. Yeah. Uh, And then very important for all women, I feel like across the world, regardless of uh, race, ethnicity, and even financial status, we're very often not taught just fundamental things you should know to invest. Yeah. And so teaching the fundamentals of investing and then my special sauce, I call it, is while I was at Stern, I studied information systems 
And it was, you know, back then it was almost like a computer science degree. I had to take all the computer. So I've all the programming classes. Yes. Yeah. And so I was very interested in technology. And so I've always early on invested in tech and innovation. Mm -hmm. I mean, when Apple was brand new, less than two dollars a share. And yeah, Amazon. You invested in you in, you invested in Apple when it was that wow. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Forget it. Nothing else. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah, that and some of those early decisions and real estate. Uh, but I continue yeah. to invest in innovation and technology and encourage women to think about investing in this area. So first yeah. the fundamentals and then what it looks like to invest in innovation technology. Yeah. The risk to reward ratio is outrageous. Yeah. And even if it's nothing but 2% of your portfolio to think about investing in those areas. And so now, of course, with my interest in innovation and technology, I'm very much interested in crypto mm. and the blockchain. And the fifth industrial revolution. And I teach and I work with women and see yourself playing this big game and not only playing it, but shaping Mm. the whole future is being shaped in this industrial revolution with technology. And very few of us are actually shaping this. And I'm afraid if we don't (laughs) get more involved. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's going to just keep us on the sidelines, which is sort of where we've always been and where the people with the power and the wealth want to keep us. They want to keep us out. And they do it with like, I I worked with this person one time, Uh, you know, he was an intelligent individual, but he told me that he, you know, he he worked in analytics and things like that. And he used to say, baffle them with bullshit. And that (sighs) bothered me because Mm -hmm. that is that. But that's part of the game. Baffle them with bullshit. Keep them, uh, you know, uncertain so that when they ask too many questions, you just keep throwing more bullshit at them. Uh-huh. That's what is happening here. And I think that that's what's happening with Bitcoin and blockchain and crypto and all of it. It's scary Absolutely. because we don't understand it. And as women, we have to understand it, you know, perfectly before we dive in. That's what, that's the mind shit, my mind shit, mind shit <laughs> that we need to make because it is a lot of shit. <laughs> yes. No, I love that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good Freudian slip. <laughs> it was, it was. And so I, the, oh God, there's so many things I can say about that. Oh. But one of the things I will say, is blockchain, the technology of blockchain, what the internet did for shifting how we communicate and have access to information, the blockchain is doing for how we will transact. Yeah. How we are spending our time, I I highly encourage women, find out about the blockchain, what it is and how it's shaping our lives. Because even as people question crypto, which is just... Um, a form of currency uh, um, is um, currency or either utility value that sits on the blockchain. People aren't uh, questioning blockchain technology as life-changing for our future. And then the world of transacting digitally, whether it's in currency, uh, tokens, all of this, this new world economy, it's here and it's not going anywhere. 
And very often we don't understand it, so we don't shape it again. And the other thing is we wait till everything is shaped and all of the opportunities are gone before we start to pay attention in a way that we can invest and have life-changing benefits. So I just want to say again, we're in the fifth industrial revolution, Mm. in the beginning of it. There are so many opportunities, so many options. Mm. You know, the future of work is shifting and changing. The future of currency and transactions. Uh, the world is changing and it's changing rapidly. And, and the time is now for us as women to get more involved and understand more about this, which is why I am now the co-founder of the Disruptor DAO. And a DAO is a decentralized autonomous organization. Uh, One of the things that is a part of the fifth industrial revolution is what is being called web three. And in web three is decentralized. You're going from a shareholder organizations and economies where everybody does the work and only the shareholders at the very top benefit from it to let's say like this decentralized autonomous organization, a DAO, a stakeholder economy that is highly cooperative mm-hmm. with every a structure, where everyone can contribute and everyone can get rewarded from those contributions. It's also, there's something called uh, uh, smart contracts. And so you could set it up with coding the rules so that everybody plays under the same exact rules and you could depend on it because it's the back end is the technology that has set up the rules. So I know a lot of people may not have heard about DAOs, but I promise you, I believe by next year, this time, it's going to be the thing that everyone is talking about in terms of how we organize ourselves and our, all of our organizations, our businesses. Wow. And so, yes, yeah, so it's actually exciting. The Disruptor DAO, we call it the Disruptor DAO because there's a wealth gap in this country for women and for women of color and for black and brown women. Mm -hmm. And we are disrupting that wealth gap. And one of the things is that cannot afford to sit on the sidelines. Yeah. And we have partnered with an organization, Unit Masters. Okay. And they offer incredible Web3 six-week program Mm. for free Mm. where you get educated about everything you need to know, what the blockchain is, Web3, decentralized finance, NFTs, cryptocurrency. And it's really comprehensive and they get thought leaders and people masterful all over the world to come in and speak and it's highly organized. So, yeah. So we are partnering with them to say, you have this great product. Let's have an initiative to onboard women, to onboard black and brown women, to onboard women of color across the globe to take these courses and get introduced and understand this new world economy that we're living in. Yeah. I I feel like, Alicia, that I'm sitting in a masterclass with you. I've learned so much and not only learned so much, but learned what I need to learn in order to participate in this new way. I, th- I think one of the, the things for 
us too, right? There's all these layers of of who we are, but also sort of being on the other side of 30. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we we learned in a certain way about how the world was. And so many of us are still holding on to that. In the same way, you know, the difference between wealth and 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 being rich, the same way we have to let go of the economy as it is today versus the economy that we learned about before. These markets are are different. It, I think principles hold, right? Those fundamental mm-hmm. principles right. hold, but right. it's a new vision that we've never seen before. Um, and so I'm ready to I'm ready to dive in. Is that it, like you said? I do think it's exciting. I do love to learn about all of this new stuff. Um, and even the investments in the past are going to be different from the investments for the future. We do need to know about this. And I mean, I'm just so inspired by you. One one of the things I I want to roll back to just a, a bit is I love the fact that you said that you worked with these nonprofit organizations and you weren't making the type of salary that, that you know, Sterney's made, right? But that you were very disciplined about what you put aside and then what you did with that, that money that you put aside. Sometimes people can go way too far on that side too, where they're not enjoying their life right now for the benefit of the future. And then, you know, things happen. And and then, so you've now put your life on hold for the future. Where is the balance? That is such a great question. Uh, you know, I got, I, I'm going to go back to the fact that my coach, I'll call him my coach, taught me to really think about what was most important to me mm. and what I value. Mm. And so, you can have it all, but maybe not all, at all at the same time. Yeah. So I have incredible strategies to make this work. So I could say to you that just to tell you a little bit more about what it looked like when I was making these choices. Mm-hmm. One, I decided to stay home. It wasn't always the easiest decision until I know a principle is that you should invest at least 20% of what you make, mm-hmm. no matter what. And I made very little. Mm-hmm. I literally started out with less than $20,000 a year because I was working for a nonprofit, wow. Black Filmmaker Foundation. I was so excited about the impact they were going to have on images of people, Black and brown people over the world. It was new. It was mm-hmm. when Spike Lee was just coming out with She's Gotta Have It. Wow. The Black cinema was just like launching in a new way. And I was so excited to be a part of that. And I didn't care what they paid. Yeah. I wanted to be a part of this. And yeah, I'm so happy that I was actually. And I also like to travel. Mm. And so the principles I teach, one, about setting a zero-based budget Mm -hmm. and make sure you're directing your resources towards everything that you intend. Mm. So even with the limited funds that I had, I had a travel fund. Oh, I love it. I had it in, I had uh, 20% going towards investing investing. Mm-hmm. And then I, I always loved uh, learning. Mm-hmm. So I had a little fun. To, I'm a lifelong learner. Mm. And then I, so you pay yourself first. Mm. So of the money that I was making, that was my gift to myself, mm. paying myself first, the things that are most important to me that I want to be intentional about. Yeah. Then what was left over, 
I said, okay, that's for living. That's for living. And I wouldn't leave home until I I could make that happen. And there's a power in setting intention. I literally, a dear friend of mine who worked in corporate America had a coworker who was doing construction on their brownstone. And they had an apartment up top that had gone unrented forever. <laughs> and they, they said, oh, it's really, just tell her she could pay that little, and she could be at the top, on the top no floor. No way. Absolutely. So I was in the top floor of a beautiful brownstone, oh. paying little money, and I was able to pay myself first. But there's something really important. When you set your intentions And when they say that the universe will conspire to give you everything that you want, Mm -hmm. I I feel like I have lived that conversation over and over and over and over. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. And so I did that. And two years out of college, I was so intentional about this that there there had been a major market pullback. Mm -hmm. Yep. I used to pass this luxury condo building and it said auction. And I went in, I'm 23 years old. And they said, you had to have a cashier's check for $12,000 in order to attend this auction. Mm -hmm. And again, the manifestation, I believe in it when you set your intentions. And I talked to all of my friends. I had a dear friend of mine who was making six figures, who was the most talented person. He worked for a management consulting firm, which was the cream of the cream of the crop for yep. business students. And he did side jobs that they were too small for them. And <laughs> he made more money in a weekend yeah. than I literally <laughs> made all month. Yeah, And he used to borrow money from me because he had a fancy car. He dressed fabulously. He just was living the high life. Yeah. Uh, a long story short, him and many of my friends I went to school with I said, there's an auction. It's an incredible opportunity. Not one person. I must have talked to 50 friends. I have lots of stories like this. When I was investing in Apple, I used to have people meet in my house and say, it's easy. Set up an E-Trade account. It's only $2. Buy a little. Yeah. Yeah. So going to that auction and just like telling everyone. There were uh, a huge amount of people who were very close to me. And I was involved in a lot of things at that time. Organizations. I set up my own organizations and things like that too, community-based. And most people, I don't care how much money they made, they just didn't have it because they were spending their money. Right. And then the, the few who did have it didn't see the vision for it. Maybe it was a little too intimidating because it was not easy walking in that room. I was the only Black woman in the room at the time, the person I was dating. We were the only, and we just was had our little... Yeah, check. <laughs> you know, we had our little, there's a... Uh, Oh, the little... Uh, the thing you yeah, hold in your hand? The big thing, yeah. The big thing. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I ended up getting a luxury condo for pennies on a dollar. You and are then, kidding me. Yes. And oh, I my mean, God. So, yes. So I say all that to say it's intentions, intentions, intentions. Know what you want. And... I, you know, I had girlfriends from the Caribbean. I had my little travel fun. Whenever they, I, I went to the Caribbean with them and spent time with their family and ate great food and danced. And, you know, I, you know, the things that I loved, I was clear about, and I directed yeah. my resources towards them, even the very little resources that I had. And wow. so, as a framework, as a paradigm, mm-hmm. this is what I was taught. Mm. Do you think that? First of all, you're 
story is so incredible. You're so incredible. Plus, you just have such a beautiful way about you. When I, you know, met you a couple of months ago, I was just kind of drawn to you. Your your smile so beautiful, and you're so easy to talk to. I'm wondering. It's so cool that you were able to to get in on that when you were young, right? And even though you were programmed in a certain way up until that point, you had to sort of reprogram and then, you know, go forward. But 19 is still very young. We're babies at that age, right? Even 23. What type of advice do you have for some of the women? Because there's a lot of women that listen to the Sugar Coated podcast that, you know, they've been in corporate, they, they, they have made like decent money and they, they want to start a business where they, you know, that they don't, that they're not working 60 hours a week, that they're not killing themselves, but they're doing something good in the world, but they might not have access to capital, even though they've been, you know, working for 20 years, making over a hundred thousand dollars a year, they still don't have that money to invest into a new business because they've got the house and the kids and the this and the that. What type of advice can you give to those women if they don't have a, a, a salary coming in anymore and they're starting a business? How do they you know, pay themselves first? How do they set money aside? How do they do that? So again, these are all such great questions. So it just so happens. So I have my business's journey to wealth and I teach everything I'm talking about, I teach. And it just so happens that a huge portion of the women that I teach are 40 and above. Mm -hmm. I have women in their 50s. I have women in their 60s. I have women in their 70s. I love it. Yes. And a couple of things here. So I will say again, no one has taught us the specialized knowledge of how money works, Mm -hmm. how you manage it, and how you make choices around it. Mm -hmm. And so having that information in a powerful way has shifted the way of thinking and the mindset we're coming from struggle and lack to, oh, I have this information that creates possibilities. So I have had, you know, any number of things have happened. You know, women who are like, I really don't have the money. And then when I we sit down and we do what an actual budget and where resources are going, I have even challenges where you look through every penny you're spending. Because I very often find, think of it as a colander. You yeah. pour water in and it's going out in these little holes. Yeah. And, you know, 90% of the women, or maybe 99, who literally have the, I don't have the money to do something, it's a redirection of resources that's yeah. needed. And then so many women that I've worked with, just quite frankly, have been traumatized (laughs) by the corporate workforce. They literally traumatized and are recovering from illnesses sometimes and don't want to go back to that lifestyle and end up starting businesses. I would say more than half of the women I serve are entrepreneurs. Mm. They have a job and they're entrepreneur or they're an entrepreneur. Yep. And just introducing just shifting the mindset, I, you know, from that struggle and survival to possibilities has opened up so many things, you know, and I have around their businesses, around investing. I have women in their 70s <laughs> investing in crypto. And, you know, <laughs> I love it. And yeah, during the pandemic, you know, the prices of crypto was like 5,000, 6, 7, 9,000. 
I had some women who actually went in and made some investments and tripled and quadrupled their money. And when they did that, they took those funds and went and started some business ideas and things that they wanted to do. Yeah. So there's always a way and the universe is always conspiring to give you an options and opportunity. I feel like 99.9% of the game is mindset. You shift that and- You shift everything. You shift everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I I feel like I could talk to you forever. And I want to end on that beautiful note because it is filled with such hope and such possibility and so much control, right? That we really do have over everything that you've been saying, our choices, right? Absolutely. So thank you so much. And how can people get in touch with you, join your courses, learn from you? How, 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 can, we, how can we get more of you, Alicia? Please. Sure. <laughs> so my Instagram page is journey to wealth underscore women in action. And my flow code is there. You can sign up for my mailing list. I have a boot camp for next year. It's the whole roadmap. It's a wealth boot camp for women. You know, we start with, we do mindset. We do a spending fast. We learn about net worth, dream-based budgeting, fundamentals of investing and accelerated investing. And it's it's a four to six week program. There's pre-work, there's four weeks of, really intentional work. There's pre-work and then there's the post-work. So it's really about six weeks, although the part of it is four weeks. And uh, you can always email me at alicia at j, the number two, wealth.com. And that's for my wealth building. And then the Disruptor DAO. So if you go to my Instagram, the Instagram for Disruptor DAO is disruptor with an O-R, underscore D-A-O. And there you could find out about our the free program that we're at the collaboration with Unit Masters, where you can take the six weeks course and learn everything about Web3. We're going to be offering some hands-on, take you through the steps and on how to get into the crypto space, the DeFi space, and everything you need to know and do there. We're going to be offering some courses there. And so those are the two ways to get in touch with me. But you said something so critical. You said control. Mm. And a lot of times what I'm finding is women, they just don't feel like this is an area that they have much, I don't want to use control, but it is control because they say, yeah, yeah. And after you do a lot of the work with me, like the number one thing is like, you feel a sense of power over this area now. Like you really feel like you can, you have the information, you can make different choices. Things could show up so differently, no longer struggling, but like full of options and possibility. And it's in your control. And like I said, my um, mentor said, you have choices to make. Yeah. And when you realize that it's in your hands, and he said that, it's the choices you're going to make. I really feel like so many women leave the work that they do with oh my gosh. feeling that. I cannot wait. I, I I mean, I'm going here. I'm signing up for it all. <laughs> I am it. shifting my mindset for 2023. I'm telling everybody about it too, because every, let's keep it from the guys. No, uh, <laughs> it's for all, women. It's, it's for only wi- for women. It's only for women. I'm telling all of my women, colleagues, friends, anybody that I see on the street 
to come and, and do all of this because we do need to know and we do need to have autonomy, power, control, and influence, right, over our lives so that we can help ourselves, our families, our communities, and ultimately the world. So, oh my gosh, Alicia, thank you so much. I can't wait to see you again. And I just, I loved spending this time with you. Absolutely. I feel the same. Thank you so much. It was an honor to do this. Thank you. The She Leads Podcast Network.